And we're back. Welcome to this week's bonus high. This week's bonus high, you know, we had a great experience with uh, Rosalina of the Too Young for the Shit podcast on our last episode. We hope you can check it out. We'll link to it in the show notes here. Um, So we were thinking about approaching this week's bonus high in a little bit different light and share a little bit about our own kind of uh, health journeys. And so the question we're considering this week is, have you ever had a challenging, you know, health issue or, or moment in your health? And how did you navigate it? Have you ever had a challenging health issue? And how did you navigate it? Um, Rose, is this hitting home for you? I think it's an important question because I feel like in our society, we tend to neglect our health. And it's only mm. until something is going wrong that we start maybe paying attention. And I am a classic case example of this. So. Yeah. Take, let's go back to 2018. I'm feeling kind of crappy and run down and don't understand why. And at the time, I was going to Orange Theory, and that was when you wore these heart rate monitors and you could see on the screen what your heart rate was. And I noticed that doing even the most basic things like walking, my heart rate was shooting up like crazy. Wow. And to the point that I would have to, in the middle of workouts, like sit down for a second because I was like, I'm out of breath. I feel faint. Yeah. Wow. So it just so happened at that time, I was going to see my gynecologist and get my usual exam. And I think she ordered some blood work. And when it came back, she called me. And I remember this vividly because I was feeling faint as all get out. I'm driving. I'm getting ready to go to my friend's housewarming party. She calls and says, your hemoglobin is at a very dangerous level. You need to go to the hospital right now. Get out. Yeah. Get out. And get a blood transfusion. And I was like, what? You know, and, and literally, I kid you not live. I was like, well, do you think I could go tomorrow? Because I have a housewarming party today. <laughs> I legit said that. And it's so funny. How our, oh, you did. Oh, my yeah. God, that's so funny. It's so funny how our mind tries to navigate something like that. Like this is um, inconvenient news. I don't really want to navigate <laughs> this now. I'm going to go to this party instead. Exactly. And I was like, I don't want to let my friend down, my friend Lauren. Hi, Lauren. I was like, I need to go. And I remember I, I had like a mimosa at her house and I felt really like out of it. Like, you were I, just, yeah. It was not, yeah. And I drove home in a snowstorm. And then, he, yeah, she called back and was like, there's a bed waiting for you at this hospital. Just show up. <laughs> and I was like, all right. This um, is some serious shit. You need to yeah. go. And, and so- this kind of opened up my eyes because I really didn't know that I had a problem. You know, I was diagnosed with anemia in high school and I kind of, it's an off and on, like I take care of it sometimes, sometimes I don't. Like sometimes I'm, you know, trying to eat red meat and take the iron pills, sometimes I'm not. And he, you know, my hematologist later told me it probably was just a buildup over time of having like heavy menstrual cycles and not consuming enough protein and it just depleted and depleted. Caught up to you. Really terrible point. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it kind of snapped me into gear a little bit. Um, and then the double whammy effect of after that, I had COVID horribly. Mm. And I mm. definitely believe there is a link between these two things. Uh, yeah. I can't prove it scientifically, but I think it's either my you know, blood disorder, my blood type. But I feel like it's related to why I got whacked so hard. So after that, I was like, I'm getting a doctor. I'm seeing that doctor every year. I'm getting blood work regularly. I'm going right. to be monitoring the hell out of this condition as well as right. like heart disease runs in my family. So I said to her, you know, I want to run everything you can run on anything related to cholesterol, all that. So she basically said you were a walking heart attack. 
Get out. Yeah. Rose. Because my hemoglobin was a five. So if anyone knows, like listening knows, you're supposed to be a 12. Oh, and a five shit. is like, like elderly people who get admitted to the hospital because they're like, you know, not doing well. And they have to get like some blood and then they go home. Yeah. It was wild. Anyway, that is wild. And I can imagine the doctor being like, you're, you're going to a housewarming party. Uh, I know. Okay. I know. Uh, okay. Great doctor. Really advocate for her. Um, but I don't mind sharing this story. At the time, I, I didn't tell anybody what was going on because I feel like there's something about when you have these medical issues, you just like lock it up. You don't want anybody to know. But I'm pretty open yeah, about why it. Is that? Why is that? I, I feel I like, like a lot of people do that. Yeah. yeah. Or you don't want people to worry. That's mm. a big one. Yeah. Um, but I, I like sharing it now because it's like I was a seemingly very healthy person the same way when I got COVID. And both of these things really messed me up. So you got to pay attention even to these things like, oh, anemia. It's no big deal. It is like it can become a big deal. You got to monitor that. How about you? Did anything come up in your mind as you were asking that question? Yeah, actually, my recent um, situation is a really good example of this. And yeah. I think I'm pretty um, open about the fact that I definitely want to have a baby. So in November, I went to a fertility doctor just to, you know, wasn't going to start anything. I wasn't going to do any process. It was basically like a meet and greet. If you can, <laughs> if you, we can you know, like a meet and greet, like, hey, this hey, girl, is what you hey. do. Hey, girl, hey. Um, so at one point, I want to have a baby. And, you know, if I need help, I'd, I'd like to already have somebody in mind. So she's yeah. really nice. And she's like, all right, well, you know, let's do a quick exam just to see what's going on and um, kind of get a baseline as to where you are. And I was like, fantastic. So during the exam, she was like, huh, you have a little cyst on your ovary. And I was like, oh, she, she's like, yeah, it's a small cyst. And then like she kept looking and like a little while later, she's like, all right, it's a little bit bigger than small. And I was like, okay. Oh. And then she was like, okay, I think we need to have a conversation about this cyst. And I was like, oh, crap. So what ultimately happened is I got diagnosed as having um, a dermoid on my ovary. Guys, if you want to see w- the things that horror movies are made of, Ugh. Google what a dermoid cyst is. They are gnarly little things. They can have teeth in them, hair, bone. It's insane. I know. No, I'm reading Ugh. your face. It's insane. <laughs> Um, but anybody can get one. Yeah. And, um, so like anyone, they can male, female, it it could happen. I think it's male, female. Yeah. I think it's like, we're born with this stuff and sometimes in certain bodies, a dermoid can develop and, um, cause problems. Yeah. So mine was the size of an egg. Like, like, yeah, like an egg. And, you know, the ovary is not that big. So. Ultimately, I was like, well, what's the deal? Like, what's what's the verdict? And she's like, well, if you do want to have a baby one day, and I was like, I absolutely do. She's like, you're going to have to get this removed. She's mm-hmm. like, either now or later, but it's going to be inevitable. And I was like, you know what? Talk about like just handling my shit. I was like, I'm doing it. I'm just going to get it done. Yeah. So um, I did go through the surgery and the surgery itself went great. I thought the surgeon did a fantastic job. They they uh, removed it. No complications. Great, great, great. It was just the recovery where I had some issues where I, I mentioned it a little bit on the last episode, um, having an allergic reaction to the antibiotic that was used during the surgery. Yeah. And you were just talking about COVID. I had had COVID for the second time shortly before the surgery. 
Yeah. And the allergist who ultimately correctly diagnosed me with serum sickness was saying how that definitely played something with it. Like sure. the COVID made my uh, immune system kind of it go into hyperdrive and it it added to it seeing um, this penicillin-like medicine as something that was bad. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, my reaction was like a crazy rash, fever, and my joints were swelling. And it was not fun. Like it's no. if you feel like your your body's just like not shutting down, but definitely like struggling. And I yeah. felt like, I don't know if you do this, but like I had this like naivety about it of my body's so resilient. It'll start fixing itself. Like this was like three days after and my sister's looking at me like, what's going on here? I was like, I don't know. Like at first we're like, this is a reaction to the anesthesia. This is just what happens. Right. You know, you know, anesthesia does crazy things. It has to be that. It wasn't that. So I kept thinking, it's okay. It'll be okay. And they also say, you know, when after they've cut into your abdomen after a surgery, you're not supposed to do stairs mm. for a week. And I live on the third floor of a building. So it was kind of like, I just Great. felt a little stuck. I felt literally a stuck. trapped. I felt, yeah. Like I was like talking to different doctors and like kind of getting dismissed about, you know, what was going on. That's frustrating. So it was so frustrating. And I think what I learned the most is I knew something was off mm-hmm. and I knew like whatever they were telling me, whatever doctors were telling me, it wasn't the full story. So if I can, you know, relay that to anyone going through any kind of medical issue or moment in their lives regarding their health, like listen to that feeling because, you know, the first doctor was like, it can't be an allergic reaction. The second doctor was like, oh, it's just a rash. And I was like, I've never had a rash in my life. And all of a sudden I have this violent rash all over my body. Um, And then the third doctor was finally like parsing out all the subtle nuances of everything that had gone on. And was correctly diagnosing me. And I was like, okay, I feel confident that this is actually what's going on. Because this match up, matches up. So um, it just goes to yeah. show, I feel like we do know our bodies really well. I mean, we're living in them. and We do. Only it, we know. It, it's a double whammy because on one side you're like, I'll get through this because my body's resilient. And I, you know, I right. get through all this stuff. And then, but you know when something's wrong. I think we right. all know. And it's frustrating when the doctors are like, because mm, like. I get it. I mean, they were trained in a certain way to diagnose things. And from what they've seen, it's typically X. But then you come in and it's sort of like this completely different wackadoo case. Right. Um, So I'm glad you found someone who could actually figure it out. That's good. Yeah. I will say like when I finally circled back to the surgeon about what had happened and I was describing what had happened, he was like kind of in disbelief. Really? The chances of this happening were so small. Yeah. This kind of allergy is so rare. But you will laugh at this. It's called a hypersensitivity reaction. Yeah. And I was like, if <laughs> it's brand. anything involving sensitivity, it's your girl, Liv. That's so, so funny. Yeah. Like when I saw that, I started laughing. But um, it's just good to be aware that these things can happen and they do happen sure. and um, to listen to your gut. Well, and you taught this doctor something because now, even though it's super rare, he or she knows that this can happen. And if it happens to someone else, maybe they'll have a little bit more awareness as to yeah, what's going I don't on. Think, I don't think he understood though, because he's like, you mm. know, this oh. is such a rare thing and, and maybe it's just a one-off. Like you could consider this drug again. And I was like, oh. I'll never take this drug again. Ugh, don't even get me started on drug pushing. Okay. Yeah. Well, how are you feeling now? I'm feeling a lot better. Thank you 
God for steroids and yeah. for rest and good food and good. Um, you know, a note from uh, Rosalina from our last episode, just monitoring my stress. Like I could feel I was in complete and over complete and utter overwhelm through through this thing. And I was like, you know what? You just have to keep your wits about you and just yeah. try to manage whatever stress level you can. So I really have tried to do that and it's helped a lot. That's great. I'm thinking, you know, as we've been talking with Rosalina last week and today, it might be worth doing an entire episode on stress sometimes because I sometimes yeah. because I think so many of us are struggle with that. And it's just the way that our society is even set up with our technology and our jobs and um we could dedicate a whole program to it. Easily. I feel like yeah. that could be its own podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure it is. So listeners, hopefully you've heard something you can relate to through our um, stories, our own tales of health issues, maybe something to consider. Have you ever had a challenging health issue and how did you navigate it? And maybe the bigger lesson is what did you learn through that process? You know, maybe you developed um, a resiliency. Maybe you felt like your character got a little bit stronger. Maybe it's as simple as you knew that you needed to lower your stress level. And that's definitely something simple yet profound that any of us can do. Um, as always, we're so grateful for your listening. Thank you for popping in for this week's bonus high. And we'll see you next time. As my mom would say, onward and upward. <laughs>